If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. We credit that one to Tony Robbins. Welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And somebody tossed that quote my way, the Tony Robbins quote. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. And one of the things that I like to do with friends and colleagues is to take motivational quotes and turn them into coachable moments. And I've, um, I have a, a podcast episode, if you go, I think sometime last month I did it, From Quotable to Coachable. And it's the idea that I really do think that these um, mindset quotes that people like to pass around and talk about and use for motivation and inspiration, they only really count if you do something with it. And somebody passed this quote my way and was like, okay, this is the one we always hear. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. What does it look like if you take that quotable and turn it into to coachable. What does it really mean? And obviously on the surface, we're, you know, we're all intelligent people. It means that what got you here won't get you there. I don't know why I just answered a quote with another quote, but that's, it's, it's that idea, right? That if you want a different result, you're going to have to try something differently. You're going to have to put yourself outside your comfort zone, um, take a risk, be vulnerable, and try something new. And when uh, you're used to success at a certain level, and you're used to things being predictable and orderly, and you feel in control of it, it can be really scary to try something new, to put yourself out there. In fact, some of the most scared people I see sometimes are some of the most successful people because they find themselves to be in a position where they might have something to lose, where their audience might have a response to something they're saying or doing or no longer saying and no longer doing. Or they might feel that they... They owe people um, a different level of service delivery or a different type of product. Or if they change direction, they're going to abandon people or leave people behind. But yet at some point in time, hopefully at many points in time, if we're honest, we come to a crossroads of wanting something more. Sometimes it's just we simply want to increase our income and we want to increase our bottom line. Sometimes it's about wanting to increase the size and the magnitude of uh, the impact we can make. I've made no secret about it that one of the main reasons why I closed down my brick and mortar private therapy practice and moved to the online business space is I started to feel and believe that I was bigger and better and that my message could be shared with more people than small town. USA. And I couldn't keep playing small and still be known and still help and teach people. So I had to start taking risks. And I did it in steps and stages. I didn't just like go from, oh, I think I could be better from small town USA. And now I'm going to have a daily podcast. No, it, did, it didn't work that way. But the first step of something different is I started writing articles. Then I started becoming an editor for a large media publication. And I started showing up in social media, offering business coaching groups changes 
different trainings and um, you know workshops on different things regarding entrepreneurship and leadership and mindset and it happened in fits and starts and then when I decided I was ready for that next level I started this daily show that you find yourself listening to now and it's because I really do believe that what got you here won't get you there that if you keep doing the same thing you're gonna get the same results but oftentimes people hear that and they go okay all well and good Tony Robbins I hear I hear you I feel you on that but what the hell am I supposed to be doing differently what am I supposed to be changing how do I know where I'm supposed to take the right turn I'm totally prepared to turn I'm in the car I've got the blinker on but which way is it going and how am I supposed to know because as soon as you think about doing something different that's when the doubt creeps in so the thing that I always take clients and business owners back to is to remind them of what they're capable of to look at the list of decisions that they've already made it from the point of beginning to the point that they're in front of me to look at all of the different milestones and mile markers and benchmarks that they have passed on their way in building a business that they have an ability to look at sort of the situation in front of them and to see for real what needs to be done differently. And you don't always know, but if you change one thing, everything changes. So, so much of it is I think that a lot of times people hear Tony Robbins, they use that phrase and talk about it and they have no idea what they're supposed to be doing differently. Are they supposed to change their marketing? Are they supposed to add a different consultation package? Are they supposed to show up on social media in a different way? Is it time to increase their ad spend? Is it time to decrease their ad spend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they get so caught up in what am I supposed to change that they don't take any action? And what I try to get my clients and business owners and what I'm challenging you listeners to do today is to think about changing one thing. And a lot of times, if you can't figure out what to change for yourself, I usually say, start with the thing that feels heavy. Start to think about shifting the thing that feels like it's a weight that you carry, a burden, something that no longer serves serves you, something that no longer sort of lights you up. And one of the things that, you know, I let go of, even though it started my career, even though it's the thing that kind of got me on the map in terms of a larger audience, I don't really blog anymore because the 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 give back and the interaction is so minimal rather than with this show that I found if I put it out there and I invite you listeners to come in with questions, you rarely fail me. Sometimes I'm looking at an empty inbox and I have no idea when the next question's coming, but you rarely fail me for a long enough, for an extended period of time that I have an engaged listenership who care about the show and care about the quality of episodes and want to make sure that I'm talking about things that are timely and relevant. 
And so I left blogging behind. You know, the other thing that I've largely abandoned um, is, <laughs> you won't see it reflected in my website right now, um, but if you were to go to my work with me page, you'll see that when I joined the online space, I did the shiny, sexy, sassy thing that all coaches and consultants do by offering packages and offering groups of services for certain pain points. But in the, you know, at the end of the day, people either need my intense help for a chunk of time like three hours or a half day or they need ongoing regularly weekly support so usually my private off the book offerings have to do with those things because it's the way real businesses work and real business owners work in real time so I shifted again because I recognize that packaging and groups of packaging and offering monthly packages it, it feels good for the bottom line it feels like a really good business model but it's not always the way business owners work. And when I was trying to sell packages and put together sort of groups of offerings that would seem attractive to potential buyers, I at some point in time realized it was a, you know, it was just a bunch of fluff that I was puffing up to make myself feel better, to make myself feel more professional. But at the end of the day, people either need to just dial in and get laser focused for a half day or they need ongoing support and treatment. So I identified for myself was what wasn't working, what was starting to feel like I was tripping up or tripping over my words or feeling a lack of confidence and I addressed it. So you want to figure out the same thing for yourself. What isn't working? What are tasks that you dread? What are you doing or finding yourself doing kind of relentlessly but it's not working anymore and it's not changing or affecting your bottom line very much or it simply doesn't excite you and you look ahead and go oh my god I'm going to be doing this for the next 12 months. I'm going to be doing this for the next six months, like I don't care enough about this to do it for six months. Or if you're seeing something that isn't working, where you're constantly feeling like you're beating your head against the wall, where you're trying something and you're throwing pasta on the wall, trying to see if it sticks and you're just finding that it doesn't stick and nothing's working. Because so often what ends up happening is it's it's like a game of Jenga, right? Where you, you see it kind of going and um, you see like, oh, it's going to fall any second. And you're so afraid to make a move because you think the whole thing's going to fall that you don't make any move and you stay in this precarious place for far too long. And that's the stuff that eats at your soul. That's the stuff that keeps you down, keeps you playing small, keeps you in the corner. You have to be willing to, to pull, right? To pull back, to pull away, to move up, to lift up, to go forward. If we're using that same Jenga analogy, <laughs> if you could see me as I'm recording this, you could see my hands going up just like a game of Jenga. But you have to be willing to make a move to really take a chance. And the only way you do that is if you tune into your capability of building it and having it all fall down around you, recognizing that doing something differently, going for something bigger, bolder, grander, 
sometimes it's going to come with its own share of risk. It's going to come with its own pile. And how do you choose to move when you think it might fall apart, right? And knowing that it might fall apart, but that doesn't mean that's a reason not to do it. You tune into your capability. You decide that standing still, playing it safe, staying inside your comfort zone isn't working for you anymore. It might work for some people. Not everybody has to be climbing the ladder and climbing and climbing and going and searching for the next brass ring, going for the next mile marker and the next benchmark. But if you are looking, if you're hoping for it and you want to land it, you have to take a look at the choices you're making. You have to look at places where you're censoring yourself, where you're saying no, and you might need to say yes, where you're um, being a little cautious. And you have to decide for yourself, what are you willing to risk for what you want? How much of yourself are you willing to put out there? How much risk are you willing to take? How much do you want it? Because at the end of the day, you've heard me say this till the cows come home, you have to want it more than you're afraid of it. That's the, you know, that's just the non-negotiable. That's the other quotable, the coachable, is that as long as you're afraid and as long as you're willing to be held hostage by that fear, then you're simply riding shotgun in your own car of your own life and of your own business and it doesn't work. If you want the great, fantastic adventure, if you want the road trip, if you want to climb the freaking mountain and find the most unexpected view, you have to be willing to drive even if you don't know where your car's going. That's the deal. That's what Tony Robbins is talking about when he says that. And the people you know, who are willing to to not know what's around the bend, but they're going to take the turn anyway, they do it because they know that even if they get lost, they'll figure it out. That's the key, is recognizing and tuning into your own capability that there have been other times when you didn't know the answer. There have been other times when you're ass backwards lost and you can't find your way and you have figured it out. When you have been crying, when you have been stuck, when you have been scared and you have figured it out. And you never figure it out standing still. I think sometimes people think that they can just stare themselves to death at a problem and suddenly the answer is going to you know, come to them and light's going to dawn over Marblehead and they're going to have wisdom and it's going to feel like the sure thing. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes it does, but rarely it doesn't. Usually you have to move even though you're filled with doubt. You have to take a chance even though you don't know where it's going because what you want on the other side is greater than that. That change changes us. And that's what happens when we're creatures of personal development. When we make a pattern out of daring greatly, it changes us and we want more. And I talked about that when you know, we were talking uh, uh, recently, um, you know, about success and all of that. And it's, it's this idea that we have to be willing to be present for that process to recognize that, um, you know, we, we, we can't always control things, but the parts that we can control are our responsibility. And if we don't like where we are, we get 
to move and we don't always know like with the gps right it sometimes might rerouting rerouting and might not always connect to a signal and you might be forced to go but if you want a greater destination if you want to take a chance that where you are now isn't where you're meant to be that there's more and there's something greater you tune into your capability to the best of your ability try to get a crystal clear picture of what it is you want what the next thing is and again that that might not be your final answer, but if you can decide what's next, it's so much easier to move the car. It's so much easier to start driving if you have some sense of the destination. But if you're just stuck and lost and you can't see outside your comfort zone, find the thing that just feels like it's time to shift and change and change it. Even if you don't really know why, even if you don't know how it's going to affect the other people, uh, other things and other situations or other people, but pick the thing and make the change and do the move and you'll find out what happens on the other side. And if you put yourself in that position all the time of taking chances and not knowing where you're going to land, it doesn't get so scary. And the funniest thing happens is if you do that as a repeated pattern of behavior, it's so much easier when you're in a land of unknown and there's a lack of possibility to see and find what's possible for yourself. So that's my challenge for you today. That's my quotable to coachable. Recognizing that the way you've always done it will get you what you've always gotten. And you can figure out what comes next, but you have to choose to move. So there's my quickie mindset minute for you guys for today. I hope you like it. I hope it, you take something out of it. And if you have a quotable that you want me to turn into a coachable, I didn't have a list of quotes. I had I put a, a shout out a while ago for that. I didn't get any responses. So I didn't have other quotes to turn into coachables. This one just somebody had asked me about it so I turned it into a little mini episode but if you have more quotables that you want my two cents on and you want me to turn them into a coachable for a future episode definitely send them my way you can find me at heather at choose to have it all.com thanks so much for joining me today I look forward to talking to you next time bye for now